You are listening to the Maniverse Podcast with your host Tom Traplin, and this is session number 84. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for coming here, and uh, say hi to the lovely listeners. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Uh, my name is Joe Mazzalotti. I'm the founder of We Tabletop, which we will be talking about a little bit here today, I'm assuming. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure that's uh, what we'll be diving into. Awesome. Uh, so, so give us a little bit of your background. Uh, you know, who are you? How did you get into this whole wacky business? And, you know, and then we'll, we'll talk about We Tabletop. Cool. Yeah, so I've been a software developer, product person for, um, I don't know, about a decade now or so. And board games has always been a, a big passion of mine. Um, originally, just to, like get away from a screen, like writing code all day, writing side projects at night. It was like, I need to step away. And board games have been this just amazing escape for me to find something new to challenge my brain, meet new people, you know, connect with old friends. Like, I've gotten my, all my friends groups into playing games, which has been really nice. And so it's that kind of sparked this interest in me of I want to play games like any free moment I have. And I found that there wasn't really a good, there just isn't really a good way to do that on itself. Like it's hard to find events unless you're looking for a very particular game. Like it's easy to find Magic the Gathering events. You just go to their website and... Or, or go to your local nearby game store and there's a guaranteed to have some sort of a schedule going on, right? Yeah, totally. And, but like, what if you don't know where your local game store is or you're traveling or a new store popped up that like, isn't known yet? Like how do they get in front of players even, and they have all these awesome stuff. And, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where the, where like the original idea came from, I guess, was just, I want to find places to play. Right. You were scratching your own itch. Yeah. Oh, it was totally my own itch. Like (laughs) this actually came from, uh, another website called uh, swdestinylfg.com. Um, I'd be surprised if anyone's heard of it, but it was a website to find only Star Wars Destiny events. Okay. That, that was it. It was sole purpose. It was com- completely community sourced. And like, I realized pretty quickly that that wouldn't scale. Mm-hmm. And what happens if Destiny goes away? Which mm-hmm. it did, which is sad. <laughs> um, so like, this feels like a really good, you know, next level of that. Okay, so so tell us about We Tabletop. What is it? What does it do? So um, We Tabletop is uh, a website that helps players find local uh, board game, card game, and tabletop events. So it connects players, you know, like you and me, to stores and um, sees what kind of events they have listed. The the big thing with it um, over you know like individual games event finders is that just everything is there, like. If you play both Pokemon and Magic and Dungeons and Dragons, you don't have to go to three different websites or three different Facebook pages. You know, you just go to your stores page and everything is listed there. Or you just search for, you know, Catan and you see where everywhere nearby that's, that has a Catan event scheduled. Like things that aren't exactly, don't have OP circuits, so to speak. Mm, okay. And, you know, the a lot of the, the website is, is built around like public APIs. So there's a lot of events that are floating around that, that let you you know, use that data or, or have that data publicly available. So it has a good, a good subset of data. And what I'm hoping to build more out of this is, is the players adding their own events. So you and me are going to play Wingspan next weekend, right? Mm-hmm. We need two more players. 
this is this is where we post it. This is where we try to find those two players. Here, here's where we're going to be. Here's what table we're at. Like, come find us and let's have a great time. Okay. That's that's like the end goal for me because it just it just solves that problem that I was having all the time of like I need one more player or I want to play this evening. What's going on? And I feel like that just like doesn't really exist, especially in the U.S. market where people have all these ex- this excitement and like maybe are sitting at their kitchen table like wishing someone else was there, but also maybe just waiting at a game store for something fun to happen or looking sure. to find yeah. somewhere to play. And it's just like, where do they even look for that? Like find six different Facebook groups and become a member of all of them and try to manage that. It seems mm-hmm. it's not what, it's not what I want to do. I don't want to spend more time on Facebook. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. So it's really like a consolidation. It's putting everything in one spot, making it easy to find uh, easy for people to just jump in. Like if they're in a new area or something like that, that it'll show them exactly where all the where the action is happening, right? Where the games are, where the the events are going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I kind of like to think of it, you know, as like an aggregator almost of events. Mm-hmm. It's pulling from all these different sources. It's community sourced. It's it's the owners of the stores are adding their events. The it's coming from the Pokemon website. Like it's got all these different inputs to to push it over. Like you know, it's up to like I don't know, three hundred or four hundred something thousand events are on the site right now. Like it's a crazy number. Yeah. And so is a lot of that uh, uh, game stores like registering their store, registering their page and then and putting up events themselves? Or is that uh, like being pulled from like the Wizards reporter and stuff like that? Yeah, I'd say that it's still most of the events are being pulled from mm-hmm. like, like APIs and such. Okay. The, uh, but the, it's starting to grow. Like we, we have a lot of people now that are adding, you know, every one of their events, a lot of stores that are adding their events manually. Mm-hmm. And a good thing with with the stores, like when they come in and they like claim their store, they kind of already have a good database set up from if they're already on the Wizards network or they're already on the Pokemon network. So like no one's really starting from scratch, which is pretty cool. They're going in and like tweaking their events or adding the ones that aren't on these OP circuits. So like more casual events, Dungeons and Dragons, Adventure, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it works out pretty well for these owners that pop in and they're like, I don't want to have to add all hundred of my events. Actually, you might only have to add five or six because a lot of your stuff is already there. That's pretty cool. That's a nice feature yeah. for sure. That uh, you know, you minimize the work. That's very ideal for somebody who's just coming in and you know, the one of the hardest things about using a new tool is getting to learn how to yeah. do it and then just putting in the effort. And most people just say, whatever. I don't want to spend three hours <laughs> trying to figure this out right now. No, yeah. I just want to run my business. You know. Yeah, for sure. So, is there any? Uh, have you seen any like best practices? Have you seen anything really interesting for stores who are making use of it? Uh, how are they yeah. benefiting from it? Like what, uh, what can they do with it? Yeah. So the, um, the most recent magic release weekend, <laughs> um, I had a bunch of events listed, of course, like, you know, coming from the public stuff and uh, like 10 players reached out to me, like straight up emailed me or called me and were like, what time is this event happening? I, I got to get here. You know, wh- what's going on? And I'm like, who are you? What are you calling about? <laughs> like, how did you find this? But, I've kind of acted as this like middle person in between these stores hmm. and just cause they don't really realize that if it's the event is pulled from a public space, like how, how who to get in contact with, you know? Sure. So I've been coordinating the efforts with the store and saying, Hey, I have, you know, five players that want to come to the draft this weekend. What time is it? And, and then that, you know, makes the store happy. They just got five new players that'll probably be there for repeat customers now if they're coming to a draft. So best practices are really just like, get on the site. It's totally free to claim your store. Um, and make sure your events have times. 
that's mm -hmm. like a big thing. A lot of the APIs don't support times for some reason. Mm -hmm. It's not part of it. It's just the day. And to know that your magic event happens on Friday doesn't tell you if you can go or not. No. No, like he's at 6.30 p.m. is pretty crucial to the, to the decision. Yeah, exactly. And, and like um, anytime an event is added, if it has a game, it'll automatically get like the generic picture for that game to give it a little more, you know, visual effect mm -hmm. and to make it very easily recognizable in a, in a long list. But the stores that have been adding uh, custom images to their events, even if it's just like the name of the game and the name of their store, um, mm -hmm. do stand out a lot more. Because if you look and you see nine magic events all with the same picture and one of them is like you know a white background with the store name it, it kind of calls it out a little bit more cool cool so obviously you can customize parts of uh parts of your listing i guess when you put up an event you can change it and so it's not just a generic ad for yeah. the, the <laughs> thing you can actually make it your own yeah there, there's actually uh there's like three different ways to customize events right now outside of the normal like title date and time you can add a custom picture to each event, like I mentioned. <clears throat> you can also tag uh, what games are being played. And that is an interesting thing that other websites, I think I have an advantage of over like something like Meetup is if you say that uh, Magic is gonna be played here or Pokemon or Star Wars Destiny, like that is in the database, that is now searchable. So if someone is looking for Star Wars Destiny events, they don't, you don't need to have Destiny in the title of the event. It knows that because it's tagged with that game. Gotcha. And that helps a lot of players who are looking for very specific games um, just find that without, without like cutting right through the noise. They don't have to worry about sifting through hundreds of, of irrelevant events. They just find your event that has that game and they're there. Yeah, get the info. Just get in there. Exactly. So can, can they register for the event? Uh, what's the process for that? Is it just like an information thing and they have to go to the store to find out what's going on? Yeah, so there's um, there's kind of like a middle ground in there as well. The, uh, you can also add like a description, like a full rich text description of the event. Mm -hmm. So you could give details on, um, we can add prices of course, but like, oh, we start kick off registrations at six and we kick off at 6.30. You can add all that information. You could add prizing information. You could add, you know, grouping. It's all, um, you know, bold italics, all that fancy stuff. And that shows mm -hmm. up on the listing as well. Um, you can also give more hints as to what the event will be like with uh, something we're call we call formats. So, this is like very broad to like casual or competitive, which okay. is helpful for players, but it's also things like draft or sealed or build a box tournaments because players can even search by, by that criteria. So I'm looking for a magic draft Friday. They can find that and see all the places that are doing those on Friday, which, which makes it a little bit easier. Mm. Um, but to answer your question directly, there's no way to directly register on we tabletop just yet. Okay. There but stores can add a, a more info link that will go, can go right to their, you know, stores registration page. Gotcha. Okay. So you can link directly to your store's website and have them go through the checkout flow all separate from WeTabletop. All right. All right. So there's, is that like something that might come into the future at some point of uh, like having a, I don't know, a more integrated kind of approach so that they can just do it on the site and like maybe the business gets notified or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, the pipeline for, for new stuff is, is huge <laughs> and exciting. Um, one of the big things is, is RSVPing, you know, registering, whatever you mm -hmm. want to really call it, if there's accepting payments through the site as well for these events. Like, so a store wouldn't have to run their own storefront if they didn't want to online. They could just do all their event registration through WeTabletop um, and pre-registration. And that is still like 
I'm trying to figure out the best way to handle that because a lot of stores already have POS systems, mm-hmm. of course, and like trying to integrate with those will just not be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, I'm sure most of the game store owners who are listening to this uh, are, are probably pretty frustrated with their POS system, just the same yeah. way that you are probably trying to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. I that's probably one of the number one complaints that oh I God. hear from store owners. Yeah. Just like, Oh, you know, all these, all the options, uh, none of them just really seem to, to, to do it, you know, 100% right. They've all got pros yeah. and cons, but yeah, it just doesn't quite fit the the use case of like mm-hmm. a game store and just the number yeah. of SKUs and just all that stuff. Right. It's always a challenge. For sure. Um, I, I do not want to deal with other people's POSs <laughs> ever. Um, but the, a way for them to just like pre-register, like they assign a number of slots to we tabletop they, you know, you can, 10 people can pre-register and we, we will, you know, set those that many seats aside. And then it's up to the store to kind of coordinate within person it could, could be something that is working in the future. Um, for what I'm, I'm super excited about is uh, kind of in the long-term pipeline, this is still kind of, you know, floating around is more of a system to register for uh, tables. Okay. So more like a, I kind of like to think of it as like open table for board game tables. Mm-hmm. So you're going in with your friends, like the wingspan example, um, instead of just posting the event on we tabletop, you could actually reserve the table through we tabletop for a specific time at the store. Okay. So the store knows to, to block off this table for three hours on Friday, you know, next Friday, and you're coming in, you're bringing three people and you have it reserved for that time. No one else can take it. And they know when you're also going to be done so they can start turnover and getting more, you know, more people in and out. And I'm working with a couple of stores now to figure out like the best way to do that. And like what, what types of problems that's solving, but I'm super excited to get that out there. Cause that's mm. a big problem um, where I started playing in Brooklyn where stores are usually packed Yep. and they're like, you'll have a table ready in 20 minutes to three hours. <laughs> Come back soon. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, and this just... will give them a better understanding of, of like turnover and, you know, making it more like a, I hate to use the term like more like a business, but at least being more having a finger on like what's coming in and what's going out. What's a little more organized, right? Yeah. Just you have a better understanding of what's happening. Cause yeah, I feel most game store owners, uh, not that they are not running their business properly, but a lot of the activity that happens, a lot of, a lot of the people coming in and out, it's very, just, it happens, right. It's not yeah. tracked. Yeah. Like this is a, I feel like this is something that I uh, tend to, to harp on. <laughs> A little bit is that like just so much of the work and the business and the job and the the action isn't really measured or tracked mm-hmm. in most ways because you just yeah. get so lost in the the running of the thing right so it's yeah. really hard to uh, like I have a particular focus on on marketing so I like I like measurable marketing and that's one thing that most uh, businesses most uh, most game stores don't put a lot of stock into or they don't put a lot of time into and it's such an important piece of the puzzle to know exactly what you're doing and what's providing revenue and what isn't and what's actually Mm -hmm. working and what's getting the the feedback and you know what's actually generating the interest and there's ways of doing that it's just you have to kind of you got to figure it out and you got to put it in place and it sounds like this would be uh, an opportunity for them to uh, standardize like organize and put a system in place for managing uh, their tables and managing their events and, and getting, kind of getting a better idea of, uh, you know, what it exactly is doing for their business. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good idea. Is there anything else, uh, any other like new developments or uh, any other suggestions that store owners yeah. are, are looking for? 
Yeah, so um, one of the big things on the site that we've had, uh, <laughs> I say the term, we, I use the term we, but it's just me. It's, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm the only one on this whole thing. It's, okay, it's <laughs> the, the royal side. we, you know? <laughs> the we as in me and we tabletop. <laughs> um, the, the site, uh, sorry, owners ha have reached out and been like, you know, you search for something in my, in my area and there's 40 stores within, you know, 15, or there's 20 mm -hmm. stores. Like, how do, I, how do I make sure that I'm up at the top of the list? How do I make sure that people are seeing my events when it's, when it's relevant to them? And uh, started, starting very recently, actually, we are any store that claims, which is totally free, is automatically bumped to the top of the results. Okay. So the way it works now is like it sorts by distance, mm -hmm. but it, sort, it shows the claimed stores first then sorts by distance. Gotcha. So this so is really a powerful. pretty big incentive to claim your store if you want to show up in the search results. Exactly. Yeah. So like maybe it doesn't ha matter too much if you're the only store in your whole city, sure. but that's, I found that's rarely the case. Rare. Rare. <laughs> yeah. So a, a big boost to just get like a free little boost on the website is to claim your store, you know, add in your, an event or two on your own and boom, you're up at the top of the search results. And we've, we've talked to, uh, I've talked to multiple stores saying that that's just been, been really helpful in like getting the word out about an, about a new store for sure mm -hmm. where they're now kind of appearing above stores that people have seen already for a while and now sure. there's like a new one up at the top and that's been super super awesome to hear because it's it's nice to see like people recognizing that someone's coming in and saying hey i found you on we tabletop you know like that's that's music to my ears i want to hear yeah, everyone perfect, saying right? that <laughs> <laughs> and i've had a couple stores reach out and say yeah, we had like that draft situation. It's like we had we had a couple couple, couple of people come in. What what is we tabletop? What is this thing? And how do they find me? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here's the rundown, um, which is just super exciting to hear. You know, it's it's awesome yep. to hear that it the, the the full cycle is working. Of here's our events, and then them walking in the front door. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of what you asked, recent developments. Um, now, also when you claim, you can embed your events on your website for free. Okay. So this is like similar to a lot of stores have a Google calendar widget mm -hmm. that just shows all of their events in kind of like a big square box. Big square calendar. Big yeah. ugly, ugly calendar. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So if you claim, you just uh, go to your manage page and click event widget and boom, you have a little code snippet that you put on your site, just like a Google calendar one. And it's all your events on We Tabletop in like a really nice format. Mm -hmm. So it, it does everything you'd expect from uh, we tabletop, it has the picture of the game, the name of the event, the games that are being played, the time, the price. And it's in a list, which is a little bit more easy to manage than, you know, a crazy seven up calendar that a lot of stores are using. Sure. Uh, so, so does that work for every kind of website or has that got to be a specific platform or what's going on? Yeah. So if you run your own website, it's, you know, it's a, it's an iframe. You just copy and paste right into your site and you're good to go. Um, if you're doing something on like uh, wordpress.com or, or self-managed WordPress or Wix, they all, they have plugins for uh, external resources. They call them. Mm -hmm. I have tutorials on, on my site on we tabletop that show how to install them on any page. Perfect. And then like right below it is like, if you're still having problems, just email me. We'll do it over. We'll screen share. We'll get it figured out. I do this for a living. So <laughs> well, we'll get it installed. Even if you don't know, you know, remember your password even. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, that, yeah. That's, I'm, I'm trying to think of like questions from a completely newbie person, you know, asking, uh, what is this? What can I do? How does this yeah. work for me? So, uh, so yeah. And I, I guarantee there's somebody who's like, I don't even know how to turn on my computer. How do I yeah. get this to work? Right. Like, yeah. So you want to make it as easy as possible. And that sounds exactly, like you've yeah. got, you've got them covered in that regard. Yeah. The, the instructions page is in depth. <laughs> Excellent. 
so I, one question that it's kind of like floating around is just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like why game stores? I know you said that you're a gamer, you're interested in that sort yeah. of thing, but like why put in all the effort to, to create this thing for the, the game business? Like what's the, what's the reasoning, especially since you did mention that it, uh, it's free for game stores and it's free for, for uh, gamers yeah. to, mm-hmm. to connect. So now what's in it for you? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I built this out of passion for playing board games. Um, we, we talked about this a little bit in like the pre-show, so I don't know how much of this is getting into, you know, the actual podcast, but I, I've been doing software staring at a screen for, for 10 years, day and night, and look, always looking for an excuse to step away from a screen. And board games have always, have always offered that to me. So I've been on the search to try and play and challenge my mind and find new board games just any free moment I have. And I've always found it very difficult to just, to just find places to play that are playing games that I want to play. Mm-hmm. I found it easy to find. It's like I can go anywhere in the world and find a magic tournament in five minutes. I don't play magic. <laughs> like, and that cuts out all of a sudden a lot of stores that either A, are magic specific or only advertise their magic events. And this is kind of, for, kind of like for everyone else where they mm-hmm. want to play Catan over the weekend at a store and maybe there's an event going on. Maybe they stop in and ask, but this is, you know, why not just, now they can go to Wii Tabletop and search Catan and find some events that are upcoming nearby. Or they just found, they just bought their copy of Wingspan, but don't have anyone to play with this weekend. Like, let's post on Wii Tabletop and, and build a little event that's going on on Saturday and meet some new people. And like, that's what excites me about board games. And that's what excites me about this, this product is it just, it, it exemplifies exactly what is so good about board games, which is bringing people together. Mm. and playing and not looking at your phone, not looking at your computer and just like living in the moment of, you know, do I move this pawn over here? Do I trade this item for this item? And it's like, you get totally lost in it and can escape from anything from everything. And and I just love that. And if I can have that for other people in the world as well, and whenever they want it, that's, that's awesome. Gotcha. I, I can definitely identify with uh, some of the motivation there. Uh, I, I am a magic player, but okay. I yeah. definitely prefer the face-to-face interaction yeah. of the, the the tactile feel of the actual cards as opposed mm-hmm. to the digital version, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the previous incarnations of Magic Online generally stank and were pretty awful. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Arena's oh, I don't know, miles ahead of where uh, MTGO was, but still it, it lacks something. Just yeah. not being able to see your opponent, not being able to say... I'd be able to just have a conversation with another person, sure. right? Outside of the context of the game. Like almost, uh, I want to say like 95% of my uh, personal friend group has come from my experience with magic, from yeah. meeting people in a store and playing games with them. So I can totally understand why, uh, why that's so, such a, a motivating factor that yeah. you want to you wanna meet people, you want to have conversations and, <laughs> and see them in person. There's something something very different about that than uh than living your life in front of a screen like we're doing <laughs> yeah. right now exactly yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's like i like i said like i spend so much time so much of my day is already in front of a screen the last thing i want to do is fire up tabletop simulator and you know or magic the gathering or mtg arena or whatever and just like do the same thing on my on my screen anymore and yeah and and that's like like I used to play, well, I guess I still kind of play like Star Wars Destiny, rest in peace. It was canceled a couple, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. Um, and as I traveled, like it was always so hard to find those events. 
and because there was no central database for it and like mm -hmm. I ended up playing on tabletop simulator on my computer and it's like nowhere near the experience you get yeah. when you're playing against someone in person as, as you were saying and like maybe you say oh you know what do you think of this deck and like that's as far as a conversation is going to go yeah. in chat on a on a you know simulated board game yeah yeah it's not it is not the same not even close yeah and yeah that's assuming that uh we're like arena is a structured version of the program right like it takes care mm -hmm. of the rules it covers all the the deck you know, there's the, yeah. there's the shuffling for you all of that is managed uh you know everything is is taken care of you whereas other uh simulators it's kind of like they put the graphical version of the mm -hmm. game up and you're you're basically left to coordinate the rules between yourselves right so yeah. there's even more uh more effort involved and in that sort of thing and i always found those so unsatisfying yeah but, but that's just my personal uh, opinion of the whole thing i would definitely rather you know move a piece around a board and <laughs> and see someone's facial expression when exactly. i'm playing them in poker or something like that yeah that's a uh, uh yeah that's all part of the experience and i think that's what makes game stores so much so unique and so interesting and and worth you know worthwhile worth mm -hmm. investing in and, and pushing i think it's a in some ways i believe the trend is coming back in the sense that analog is making a comeback right digital is purveying our life you know we're on social media we're on in front of our phones we're doing that huge huge sums of hours mm -hmm. over the course of our day uh, i think people are really starting to crave that face-to-face uh, -face experience now so at least they got that kind of thing coming back <laughs> you yeah. know in the next 12 months or something like that once uh once all the uh coronavirus fears kind of blow over yeah that's scary to think about but yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's that face to face. It's that physical interaction. It's, it, it is the poker analogy. It's I, if I can't see what you're thinking, it's not as fun almost. Well, you hear all Yeah. Well, at least with poker, you're also missing, I think probably a, a huge portion of just the game itself, right? Like, yeah. like so much of that is the bluff. So much of that mm -hmm. is just, you know, you reading your opponents and understanding what's going on, body language and all that. You just lose the whole thing when you're playing online. It doesn't mm -hmm. exist. So, and you know, like, I think all games share an aspect of that. Poker's a little bit more uh, more visceral because of what's on the line. But yeah. all board games, you know, you can see somebody sweating, thinking about what kind <laughs> of, uh, you know, what Scrabble board they're going to play or what their plans yeah. are and that kind of thing. It's all there. So, yeah. yeah. And we, we touched a little bit on the, the whole, uh, the current situation of the world mm -hmm. as it is right now as we're uh, recording this on March 12th. Uh, you know, things have been moving a lot faster. Uh, do you, what do you think? I know like uh, what you've created is kind of, I don't want to say it's ill-timed, <laughs> but, but it is, it's kind of, it kind of is right. So uh, I've seen uh, in the last couple of days, several major events, uh, like specifically like star yeah. city and uh, channel fireball, they've canceled their, some of their tours. They've, mm -hmm. uh, totally shut down like the magic fests in multiple cities all over the world. Uh, you know, there's, there's a bit of a pullback right now. So what should, uh, what do you think stores should, uh, should do in terms of, you know, the, the environment winter right now, what should they uh, prepare for? Yeah. I think that there's just like being in a, being in a crowd is going to be dangerous and more dangerous than it ever was. Just the fact of, you know, how quickly this thing can spread. And I think that for the next couple of weeks, stores should be prepared to see much less, much less foot traffic. And the foot traffic that they are seeing, I think there's a lot of things that they can do to help protect their players and protect themselves. 
And it, it kind of follows the same guidelines of, you know, if you have guests in your house that are potentially sick, what do you do? You follow them around with, and you're spraying them with Lysol as they walk around, right? You're, you're wiping down every single surface when they, after they go to the bathroom or something. And, and I think it's kind of the same thing with, with stores right now. Like they have to be very prepared to be cleaning everything all the time for lack mm-hmm. of a better like expression. And hand sanitizers on every table, uh, wiping, asking people to wipe down games before and after they use them, like cardboard pieces that have been in the storage vault for, you know, three months aren't an issue, but it stays on surfaces for, you know, longer than a day, I think, right? Which we just found out. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something like that. The, something scary. This thing is in annoyingly durable outside yeah. of the human body, which is part of the problem. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I think uh, this is probably like general hygiene practices that stores should probably be, uh, you know, incorporating already. But you know, yeah. you know, clean the tables when someone's done with it. Like, right, you know, think treat it like a restaurant. Come in and wipe them down. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure hygiene practices and just increasing, uh, you know, the vigilance and that sort of thing is uh, mm-hmm. will do a lot to minimize the spread. Uh, I think there's also probably a big part in just reassuring you know yeah. trust that you know we're doing our best to to try and reduce the spread it's still reasonably safe to come to the store you can still shop you can still buy right yep you can still show up to a tournament uh just don't shake hands or touch yeah. the other person's face or something like that that's a bad <laughs> idea right uh but yeah it's not uh it's not the end of the world i guess yeah <laughs> and, and there's there's also just like people are aware of this and you know they're they're making they're making the decision probably already to come to your store and make it as comfortable for them as possible Mm -hmm. in in that like if i sit down at a table and there's a a container of you know clorox wipes next to it i'm probably gonna wipe down the table myself even if i know it's already been wiped down so like providing that type of stuff to players is not only going to make them feel better it's going to make you feel better it's also going to just like make it easier to clean because they're doing some of the work for you and you yeah. can't rely on that, but you also can help. You know that, like, when someone sits down and there's a wipe in front of them, they're playing well on a clean table, and and that goes a long way in building that trust, which is like so important in the board game. You know, in the store industry, is is having a trust with the store and a relationship with that store to know that they're taking care of you as much as you're taking care of them by showing up and supporting their business. And and to break that during this time is would not be good. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Definitely agree. And that's, that is good advice. And hopefully uh, some store owners start uh, taking this more seriously and, and incorporate yeah. some of these uh, more preventative, proactive measures. Uh, I think one, one of the last questions I, I think we wanted to explore was, uh, I, I remember I asked you this in the email, uh, you know, mm-hmm. is there a business model in the future? Yeah. Are you going to turn this into more of a, like, is there going to be a paid version at some point down the mm-hmm. road that adds extra features? You know, like, yeah. What are your plans? What do you, what's, uh, what's the most exciting thing that you're working on right now? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so right now, um, if you are in a very populated area with stores and you have a lot of stores that have already claimed, mm-hmm. we're, we're offering um, a plan for uh, a monthly fee to bump one of your events to the top of the list. So this is kind of like a, how Google ads will work, right? Like you search mm-hmm. for something and you see two advertisements. Um, it, it's working in the exact same way, except your event will be pulled separate from everything else and shown at the top yep. on top of showing up in the search results. 
So we have a store that's using this right now to promote um, a big tournament coming up in like three weeks. Okay. So they, they have that kind of ad running for that. I used air quotes for those who are listening, mm -hmm. um, running at the top of, of the event search to build up hype for it and to get people pr to go to their store to, um, page to register. And it links, you know, the normal way. It's a normal event. It's just a promotion. And um, we've had a lot of success with, with working with them. And it's just, they're like, yeah, we get in front of more players. And, you know, it's just a numbers game at that point because it's a big event. We're pulling in players from around the area. And the way that we were looking at it at We Tabletop is what, we're not charging per event. We're not going to be like, hey, promote an event for 10 bucks. It's, that, that's, that model doesn't really work. What we're doing is just, it's just a monthly fee. You can promote as many events as you want during that time. You can choose which events it is. All up to you. You just one at a time shows. That's it. So if you want to do D&D, &D, you can change it to D&D. &D. If you want to do magic, you can switch it to magic. And as long as you have an event being promoted, you'll always show at the top of those list, at that list, even mm -hmm. if that's not the particular event. So that's kind of where we get like a little bit of a bonus. So let me explain that. Let's say you're promoting a specific D&D &D event, right? Sure. Your store is marked for promotion. If someone searches for a Catan event and you have a Catan event coming up, that event will be promoted as well. Hmm. Okay. So you kind of just get any event that's relevant will be at the top if you're in that category, if you're paying the monthly fee. Okay. So you get a little bit of a rankings boost based off of that, not just the one event that you're highlighting. Exactly. Yeah. The one event that you're highlighting is like the preference almost. Hmm. And then everything else is just what's next. So we're getting your name in front of players every time they search nearby, every time they search for your game or a game that you're hosting. Um, and it, it, the page views definitely add up. And gotcha. we don't have, you know, we can't tell you how many of those players are coming into the store just yet, but we can tell you how many players are looking at that page and looking at that event. And, you know, you can do this, some math based on what you see on Facebook and get your own conversion rate. Mm -hmm. um, That's always the tricky yeah. part, right? The, the, the yeah. transition from digital to meet space is kind of like, oh, yeah. I put all this stuff out there and I saw lots of clicks and lots of people saw it. And then I have no idea how many people came in through my door exactly. because of, exactly. because of that exact result. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then like, so that's like for the, for the, the physical stores. Mm -hmm. And then um, if you have a, a uh, digital store, you, you're selling singles and stuff. Sure. We have a package to promote that as well. So this is, if you sell uh, you're really big, we have a customer right now who is a really big into selling the transformers TCG game, right? Okay. So if you search for transformers, you'll see on an event page, an ad for that, that person's store, their online presence. Gotcha. And the way that we're doing that is just like, you get a promo code, um, you get 10% off at their store, anything transformers, referral mm -hmm. through we tabletop. And they're, they're, they're loving that because we're sending them traffic that is like as targeted as you can get, you know? Yep. We're sending someone who's like, I'm looking to play transformers. Oh, let me buy some transformers cards while I'm at it. Yeah. So that's been really, that's yeah, working that is, really well uh, for us. That's hot, hot stuff, hot traffic for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So like when it comes down to, I, I want as many stores as possible to sign up, claim their store, add events. Cause that's just, that's just building everyone's the community, building the marketplace and, and getting it all there. Uh, the money, the, the business model is coming from a way to capitalize on that and gotcha. not charge stores that don't want to pay. That's, that's the way I look at it. It's like, no, it's a good way to do it. To... It's very, I think it's very fair. Right? It's, yeah. it's, it's still, you get the, uh, the nice network effect of having everybody, you know, like the more people that join, the more powerful, the more synergistic, the better it is, the better the product. Exactly. Uh, and then also if you just want to use it as a, another means of passive traffic and getting your stuff out there, then it's, it's available to you. If you want to 
take advantage of the opportunity. And it sounds like this would be a, a huge opportunity as it starts to grow and, and people really start to use the service to uh, promote your e-commerce side or, yes. you know, the, the, uh, the self-service side of your business or something along those lines. Yeah. And, th and that's, that's how I've been trying to structure like the culture. I mean, you know, it's only me, like I said, but it's, it's how we, it's how it starts with you. So, yeah. And like what I want people to think when they, or how they perceive the company. And that is to, if you want to be a part of it, I'm not, you know, no one's excluded, no matter how much you, how many events you have, what type of events do you have? Everyone's welcome. Every game is welcome and it will be free for you. And once you start managing your events with us, that might be all you ever need. And it will be a free, free product and free marketing and free everything for you, you know, until the site goes down in 45 years or something. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, no rush on that one. We've got plenty of time to figure that out. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, well, I think that covers it. I've, that's all my questions. Cool. I think we really uh, we set it up for these uh, our, our listeners. And yeah. uh, hopefully uh, they're really interested. They think it's really cool. So, uh, you know, we've mentioned the name a couple of times. But if uh, people want to sign up and claim their store and they want to get in on this, where do they have to go? Yeah, so the, the website itself is wetabletop.com. And if you go to that website, uh, you, that's where, you know, the players search for their events. But if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there is a big picture that just says game store owners claim my business. Mm -hmm. Click that, um, type in your business and you are good to go. You, you, know, you create an account and you're, you're all set up. I'll probably shoot you an email that I'm excited to have you on board. And I'll ask you, you know, how you found out about it. And we'll, uh, that's it. Well, you'll start showing up at the top of results right away. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts, anything you want to let, leave the listeners with before we, uh, we sign off? Um, not really. I mean, I'm, I'm just super excited about this. I hope other people are. And my email is plastered all over the site. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, and want to talk to me directly, reach out. I'm happy to chat. I'm happy to tell you more about inside information. But, um, you know, I want to make this the de facto place to find board game events. So I need, I need the store's help, and I'm looking for help there. All right. Well, you heard them. Go to wetabletop.com, sign up, get your, claim your business, get on the site, you know, get to the top of the rankings and start mm -hmm. taking advantage of this thing. Cause uh, this is just the beginning, right? Like we, you just got started with this. It's uh, you know, now's the time to really take advantage of being one of the early adopters, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, <coughs> pardon me, my coronavirus. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm glad we, you know, we could make the time to make this happen. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm glad we chatted. All right. Well, we'll say goodbye to everybody. We'll talk to everyone later. I want to thank Joe Mazzalotti for coming on the podcast and talking to us about his awesome new resource for Gamester owners. Make sure you head over to wetabletop.com and claim your store's page so you can take advantage of being featured in the top of the search rankings and all the other benefits that the site offers. Uh, once we come out of the other side of this COVID-19 situation, and we will, uh, people are going to be looking for a way to rekindle their connections with their communities. And being front and center on wetabletop.com is a great way to do just that. My name is Tom Traplin, and I've been your host. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you again soon.